Hi everyone and welcome to Two Words with Taku. I'm Taku Mbuzi and I'm recording this podcast all about how much I love to write and how much I love words and I'm recording in sunny Melbourne. Okay wait, it's nighttime, so it's not sunny right now but this podcast is all about my love for words and for storytelling and writing and I've called this episode I'm the untitled and unentitled queen of trying because a few different things have happened this week that have kind of got me thinking about what is it that I stand for or that I represent or that I'm so passionate about. So I'll start with the fact that um, this podcast has started to really open up new doors for me in terms of me talking about it to different people, in terms of the listeners and where you all are, you know, across the world and in places that I I really don't expect. Even just recently having the episode where I interviewed one of the listeners or one of, um, yeah, my listeners. It even sounds weird to say my listeners, but anyhow, I interviewed Curtis, who's all the way in Canada, who happened to Google and come across my podcast, and now we're talking about books. So, um, yeah, what I'm trying to say is lots of things have been happening with this podcast, and I realized that I need new business cards uh, that, you know, sort of talk about where to find my stories if I'm out and about and I'm meeting people. So I looked at my old business cards and on the back they said speaker, writer, author, trainer or something like that. It had the three words and it just sort of said what I did. But now because I'm in a new chapter of my life where um, I officially say I'm a technical writer by day and I'm an aspiring comedian and TV producer by night. That's kind of the tagline I've been using as the tagline for this podcast. But, you know, coming to print it on a business card, I was really struggling to say what my title is and what I do. And I had this problem before with, um, you know, my time in Perth when my public speaking profile was really starting to grow. And, you know, again, what would I call myself? I refused to call myself a motivational speaker. That I just, I mean, I'm going to have to do a separate episode about that, but I did not want to say I'm a motivational speaker. Whenever I spoke at events and if they put that in the bio or anything, I would call them and say, can you change it to inspirational speaker? And that became my title for so long. I would say, you know, I'm an inspirational speaker and a writer and I do this and that. And so people kind of got, oh, okay, she speaks on stage and it's all inspirational. And that's what it it was. And that's what it has been for a long time. But towards the end of last year, I started dabbling in stand-up comedy. So now I go, well, am I an inspirational speaker and a comedian? Or am I just a speaker? What, What am I? What am I doing? So that has been floating around. And then the writing, I've always said that I'm a writer. But I never used to really own it because the speaking was higher up you know that's how I got my work that's how I got bookings people would say go and book Taku the speaker she speaks and even you know my social media handle is all Taku speaks because that is what I do I love to speak Um, and when it came to branding myself quite a while back uh, when I started this new business I had a marketing team work with me on my logo, my branding, everything. And the title we have on my old business card is Chief Inspirer. 
So that is what has been on my business card for the last two to three years or so. And it's been brilliant because I hand out my business card. People go, oh, Taku, Chief Inspirer. I like that. And they go, what do you do? And I go, that's what I do. I inspire. When I get on stage with a mic and I tell you my stories and whatever, my idea is to just inspire you to see, you know, light in places where you didn't think there was or to look at, you know, something with a new perspective, um, you know. And, and so that, that was great. But now I'm in this writing phase. So I'm in the depths of writing and just really swimming and enjoying it. And the podcast is all about writing the words that I then speak or perform or publish or blog about. So that's where I am. So coming to do this business card, I went, crap, what am I going to put on there? What is my title? Am I, uh, I don't know, in betweeny, writery, speakery? I'm not really feeling the speaking stuff right now, as in the keynote speaking versus what I want to do, which is the comedy. What, what is my title? So I really did have to think about, okay, what am I going to put on my new business cards? So what I did was I've scrapped the back where it says speaker, trainer, writer, whatever. I've just scrapped that. And I've said, subscribe to my podcast, Two Words with Taku. And just put little um, logos for iTunes and Android. And it looks good. And then on the front, I have changed all my contact details because I've moved from Perth to Melbourne, but I've left the Chief Inspirer because I could not find anything that felt better than Chief Inspirer. Changing it to writer felt weird. Changing it to, uh, I don't know, it didn't feel, it didn't feel right to change it. So I left it. And so I'm still the Chief Inspirer, but now I like that it says, just subscribe to the podcast. And this is where people will find my stories. And the podcast has then the blog posts that sort of explain what's happening with me right now, that this is where I am. I am in a space where I want to talk about my words and my writing. So yeah, that inspired this post or this episode about Taku the Untitled. And then today I caught up with a fellow speaker. So I, won't even, I don't know what he calls himself, whether he calls himself an inspirational or motivational speaker. I don't know. But we met speaking at some kids' conferences together or kids' seminars, leadership seminars. So we met, you know, both of us on stage with thousands of kids in these massive spaces. And he's based in Melbourne. So we caught up to just say, hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? And it was so good. Because I heard myself again um, speaking to a colleague and a peer who's in this, you know, public speaking world, this corporate speaking world, this world where, you know, we speak with young people and with children and then starting to talk about where we both are. So um, he's, you know, exploring some new ways of sharing his ideas and I'm doing this writing thing. And as I was speaking to him, he said, he asked me, what are you doing with your speaking? And I went, oh, wait a minute. I only have one speaking gig later this year. And it's a, it's a massive kids conference. It's a kids leadership conference. And I am so excited about that one conference because right now I don't feel like doing the 
keynote speechy kind of thing i'm just not there because i am writing i'm writing you know the tv ideas i'm writing the books and the stories i'm doing this podcast which is like speaking on stage but now i don't know i feel freer speaking like this to you guys because it's not scripted i'm just speaking freely and it was really interesting again to be able to step back and say wow i'm not i'm not a speaker anymore i'm not an inspirational speaker anymore or right now that that title doesn't fit anymore so again i'm taku the untitled okay i will sit with that so it was just on my brain the whole day and then also with these business cards then also today i was listening to seth godin's startup school podcast so look it up um it's a series that he did i think maybe four years ago four or five years ago where he was sitting with a group of startup people or people who had these ideas and he just talks through different things I've literally listened to that whole series or all those episodes maybe 15 of, of them in the last two days I just binge listened and there were lots of amazing gems in there amazing gems and something that came that sort of came through listening to this, I don't know if I'm paraphrasing or if he actually said it, I don't know, but he talked about something like work out what you're doing, so whether it's a product or a service, work out who it is not for, and that will help you work out who it is for. Now, if anybody is in business or if anybody is making something or has a project or has a business advisor, I am sure, like me, you've been asked a thousand times, who's your target audience? Who are you making this product for? Who is it you know, aimed for? And I don't know about you, but for me, that always stumps me. And it has always stumped me, always stumped me. And my business advisor always used to say, look, you need to pick one thing that you're going to do and then one group of people that you're going to send it out to. And, and so today, as I was listening to this podcast episode or these, you know, these episodes, and I heard this thing about who it's not for, I started thinking about my own podcast and what's been happening. So guys, I cannot see, guys and girls, I cannot see who you are. I literally do not know who you are. All I know is you are coming from all over the world. All I know is you are listening to to these episodes, but I don't know who you are. And then there are now like there's a pocket of you who are listening to more than one episode. And and so I think somebody did ask me, so who's the podcast for? What is it about? And I said, oh, it's just writing, but it's, it's not for anyone. It's for me. It's, it's my podcast. I talk about words. And then now it just happens to be that other people around the world are listening and then commenting or messaging me. But when I was listening to Seth's podcast today and, and you know, I started thinking about who is this podcast not for? I was like, wow, okay, I don't think my podcast is for people who are perfect and have got their sh together. I'm not going to swear. 
So that was interesting for me to kind of go, oh, okay. Well, it's not necessarily a certain age group or a certain location or what. No, this this podcast is not for people who have their sh- together. Because I certainly don't. And I like that I don't yet. Or that I'm working towards that. That's the thing that I'm enjoying the most about this. Especially about my writing. My writing is evolving and growing every single day. So I'm not a perfect established writer. And I'm not, you know, the most perfect technical writer. In fact, it almost feels as if my typos have gotten worse since I've put it out there that I'm a technical writer and I want to write stuff. So when I have clients or in the workplace, that's very different. But on my own blog posts and stuff, I'm just a lot looser and freer with my grammar and all sorts because I don't know, it feels kind of cool to be that way. So as I started writing a list of who I think my podcast is not for, wow. Then I started saying, well, if it's not for this kind of person, then it must be for this kind of person. And and not to say it in a prescriptive way, as in it definitely has to be this kind of person, but I've gotten a deeper understanding into who I am, but also then who I think is listening. And having had the interview with Curtis the other day, I think really confirmed that and validated that for me today. So that's why I called it, first of all, I called it um, this episode, Taku, you know, I'm Taku, the untitled queen of trying. And, And that's it. That's what I think I am. And the unentitled bit comes from some of the rejection I've been dealing with, even through this podcast. Imagine loving something so much, right? And then you don't even realize how much you love it even more until you start playing with it. And that's what started happening with this writing thing. I mean, I thought I loved writing. I thought I was good at writing. I thought I was committed to writing. But now the depth at which I am seeing things and people and experiences and stories and books and reviews and all sorts that that feed into my deep passion for this topic is blowing my mind. So what's happened is now I've started reaching out to people who I never thought I would. I've started reaching out to people in ways that I never thought I would. And if you're like me or... If you're arty or creative, one thing I think we don't like, I know for a fact, even amongst my artist friends, is we don't like sales and we don't like that hard sell and we definitely don't like the cold call and we don't like the, you know, having to do that hard pitch and waiting for, you know, people to sign on the dotted line. Anything to do with sales has often in the past made me feel very uncomfortable I don't want to sell to people. I don't want to do that. It's not, it's not my gift. However, from having this podcast and this really deep love for what I'm doing, the people I'm meeting, now it's becoming a lot easier to just reach out to people. So now it's like, wait, wait a minute. I love this thing so much. I'm not scared to reach out and say, hey, you are amazing and I love what you do. And here's how it's changed my life. And here's how it impacts my world as a writer or as a performer or as a speaker. All of a sudden I have that freedom. 
but I'm still getting rejected. But it's a different feeling and different type of rejection, which is why then I've said unentitled. So um, I wanted something that played on untitled and unentitled as well. So unentitled came up that, wait a minute, I shouldn't feel entitled to people's acceptance and jumping and wanting to be on this podcast and excitement. Like These people don't know me. <laughs> so I, I kind of like how that was, that's been a reality check and a very humbling thing because it changes who you approach and how. And this ties back into some of what I've been hearing in Seth Godin's um, podcast about, you know, people talk all the time about brand ambassadors, you know, go and approach influencers, blah, 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 blah. But people always approach with what they want versus what is good for the other person as well. And I think in some of my dealings or when I've been listing things, you know, some of it, I'll be honest, has been a bit skewed because I've gone, oh, maybe that person would be, you know, good for the podcast because then maybe they can get people to talk about this or whatever. And then most of the times it's been genuinely that I love this product and I, and I love this service and I want to tell people about it. But then rather than me sit in a room and talk about it by myself, why not invite the very people who do it to come and have a conversation with me about that thing? So that's been an interesting space, but that whole unentitled bit has come, you know, quite, quite, I don't know, it's come quite hard, I should say, as in it's been a good reality check that, you know what, nobody owes me anything. And it's also quite freeing because now I'm not sitting here moping about, you know, they didn't reply or, or they've seen that message, but they didn't reply or they're not calling or whatever. Now it's like, oh, wait, that's, that's okay. They don't owe me anything. My gratitude, my genuine love and appreciation for what, sh what they do should be enough. So they don't owe me anything. I shouldn't get upset if they don't call back or if they don't respond. And then also it's been good to be empathetic and say, maybe they're busy because now I'm starting to get asked stuff that I can't commit to or that I'm unable to do. So, oh, it's a very interesting time, people. It's a very interesting time and I'm loving it. I am, I'm loving it. So going back to what I would love to say when people meet me and say, oh, hi, you know, what do you do? I just keep saying, I want to say, hi, I'm Taku and I try my best. That's it. Because I do. That's what I've always done. And that's what I am doing. And I know that's what I'll always do. That's it. And as for being the queen of trying, when I look back at all the things I've done and my business, my first business, the fashion business, um, you know, the architecture stuff, the speaking, the writing, everything I've ever done, or even all my interactions with young people, um, you know, people my age and old people. The one thing that I think I've always done and wanted to do was to encourage other people to try. And this is so ridiculous, but I'm tearing up. Whoa, this is so stupid. <laughs> 
as in that's it and uh, uh, I just I just remember sitting with my business advisor and he was saying you know who are the people you speak to and I'd say to him dude I can speak to a class of kindergarten kids like fresh babies like new fresh off the block and then I can speak to old people their teeth are falling out they have hair coming out of their ears I can speak to both these groups of people the same and I get the same reactions and when I speak I speak with love so for you to now tell me I can only love one group of people or one box of people I really struggle with that and I always have struggled with this and I think I'm crying because it's like that's I can't, I can't love one person and not another. I can't love one group or, an, or not another. So for me, what I've realized in everything is that I don't want to box myself anymore. I'm not one thing. I never was and I never will be. Tomorrow I could be a sushi person, a sushi maker. And I will try my best to be the sushi make, the best sushi maker ever. But that's always been the common thing. I will always try and I always have tried. And now the joy that I get from doing something like this or being on stage or even doing stand up or even, you know, Skyping a random guy I've never met to talk about his book. The joy I get is from saying to people, Eesh, man, just try. And, and, and I think why I've been okay, you know, doing it as, as a profession, so getting paid to speak about my story and me trying is because I've been so real about what trying looks like. There are lots of people out there in the world who are successful or not, who are, you know, perfect or not, you know, people who are, you know, on high pedestals, who are living what look like perfect lives or running perfect businesses or who are there they're winning and there are lots of information there's lots of information they filter down to people who are wanting to try but I found for me personally there was always that gap that gap of me stepping out and trying something and then being at the top of the game or whatever it is and and that's what I talk about so that's literally what I've been on stage talking about and writing about. You know, what it's like to live and to create and to speak and to hope in the space of trying. And that's what excites me. Having this epiphany about that's it. When I go, people, I hope, will say, Ish, that taku chick, she loved and she tried. Whew. Yep. Yeah. That taku chick, she loved and she tried. And she always encouraged other people to try. And I think, oh, I was trying to say something about the trying. You know how some people can say to you, oh, go out and do the best and you can be anything and you can do anything. There's lots of people who do that. And I think that's, that was 
and that has been my aversion to the whole motivational speaker thing. There's that connotation of, I'm just going to motivate you to go out and do it, but maybe I'm not going to hold your hand as you go along. And maybe I'm not going to be realistic about it. Whereas with me, when I talk about the things that I've tried or am trying or want to try, I've had the reality checks. I've had the broken you know, spirit. I've had the betrayal. I've had the, the falling. All of that stuff that I don't feel a lot of people or enough people talk about. So when I say to you, yeah, go and try. Or when I say I'm trying, please understand that I'm being so real about how that trying or that effort or that stepping out might not work. And the hope is always that it will work and that you will succeed and that, you know, it'll be great. And yes, if it's a business, yeah, you want to make money. But I think for me, with my trying, my trying is motivated by wanting to learn. And my business has become more successful over time because of being willing to try new things and then learn from them and then grow on that and then try again and keep going i don't know if that makes sense you guys and i think i'm okay if it's <laughs> if it doesn't make sense i know that sounds a bit weird but what i'm saying is then i'm just speaking what is coming out right now that yeah i think i'm for the people who want to try or i'm for the people who are trying and who want to talk about trying so i um i don't want to necessarily be the best writer in the world but i want to be the best writer that i can be the best the best writer that taku me can be and that's much more achievable and much more exciting even being a comedian, I mean, I, I don't want to be the best comedian in the world. Um, best, you know, and best in the world is relative, you know, but I want to be the best comedian that I can be. And I'm smiling like a Cheshire cat right now because of the shows that I've already done, I, I make myself laugh. And interestingly enough, when I make myself laugh, people in the audience laugh. And it's just the most interesting thing ever. But again, that comes back to me being willing to try and being willing to step out and put myself in the most uncomfortable places and situations ever. And yeah, I'm okay with that. So now I have to find a fun way of writing that on my next business card, if that's what I'm going to do. Knowing me, I'll have a new thing or a new title. I don't know. But the trying thing, that's me. Hi, I'm Taku. I am the queen of trying. And you've been listening to Two Words with Taku. This is my podcast, but you can find my speaking and writing adventures at taku.com.au. I am on social media. I'm at Taku Speaks on Instagram and Twitter. And I am Taku TV on Facebook and YouTube. And 
Yeah, if you if you have any thoughts about this topic or this episode, I would really love to hear from you. I, I really would. I'm just so curious. As in, what are your thoughts around this thing of trying? Do you feel like you're trying your best? Do you feel like it's hard to try? I don't know. Look, whatever you're thinking, feeling, either email me, taku at taku.com.au or leave a comment or I don't know. Just just let me know what you're thinking. You have certainly been listening to 30 minutes of me and where my brain is right now. Uh, I really appreciate you listening and honestly, there is so much more to come many episodes and many thoughts and topics and yeah i hope you have a fabulous evening and keep listening to two words with tuck